0: I'm currently on the phone with Mock. He's another musician that reached out about the interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Uh, Hi, Alex. My name
1: is Mock Fox, and my band is called Zwar Machine. Uh, We're from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, Minnesota, USA. And we call our music minimal hypnotic industrial body music. Uh, It's a combination
0: of electronic music and rock band, sort of. (laughs) Nice. I like it. Uh, I, too, am from the Twin Cities. So, uh, hello. (laughs) Um, All right. So, I always like to kind of start in the beginning with these interviews. Uh, Why don't you kind of go into some detail about your background and, you know, how you first found music and what about it, you know, made you want to participate in it?
1: Uh, For some reason, I was always drawn to music, uh, you know, radio, whatever was on the radio. I was trying to sit in the car and dial in the radio and anything from you know rock music, the sappiest pop music you can think of. Uh, I just I was drawn to it, and at an early age, I remember finding my dad's record collection. Now that was a lot of 70s rock stuff like Led Zeppelin. So I started out being drawn to the guitar, and then I eventually moved on to uh, drum machines, sequencers, synthesizers. And played in a variety of bands, you know, crossing all genres from starting out more as a punk rock musician. Uh, I think that was kind of easy for me to play my own songs that way. Mm -hmm. And then progressing into more guitar based alternative rock
0: and uh, I don't know all kinds of, all kinds of different music. (laughs) Sure. So would you say that, you know, your interest in music uh, developed like outside of the school curriculum and you picked it up more kind of in your own hobby? Um, I did, I did participate in choir, uh, when I was in school,
1: I think, I think you had to take maybe some kind of band or choir for a couple semesters. And yeah, it just seemed easier to use my voice as the instrument. Mm. And I wasn't, I wasn't excelling in choir or anything, but I did like singing. I liked music. So that was kind of my into any kind of formal training. But other than that, you know, I tried to pick up some guitar lessons here and there, but it was mostly my uncle showing me some chords. Once he found I was interested in guitar, he would kind of take me aside, you know, once a week or whenever I saw him and show me the next chord. And so then I'd kind of pick that up for a while. I was already trying to play, sort of the major scale. And he heard me struggling with that, and he said, well, you just, you gotta move a couple notes there and you have the major scale. And that kind of opened my eyes also to how chords and scales worked a little bit.
0: Okay, so you had kind of a lot of family training then of learning instrumentation. Uh, Not a lot, but it was nice that my uncle
1: took, you know, took me aside and kind of saw that I was interested in it and, you know, I learned the basic open chords from them, you know, C, D, G, E. Sure. And then kind of, like I say, I was by that time, a little bit, maybe a couple of years after that, I started getting into punk rock and uh, bands like the clash or the dead Kennedy's and stuff like that. Black flag. That was all interesting to me. So mm-hmm. I found I could even, you know, put, a, put together a band and sort of play. So I was really, for some reason, too, I I felt compelled to start a band and make a lot of noise that way. (laughs) Sure.
0: Uh, Let's uh, take a step back and look at kind of that interim period. How long uh, while you were learning the instrument did it take for you to actually feel comfortable writing with it?
1: Uh, I think I was, I mean, maybe not lyrics and stuff, but I was writing songs kind of right away for some reason that that was something I was drawn to. Like I said, I think it might've been from all the, you know, the different radio and records I was listening to. I, maybe I didn't consciously understand it, but there was a song form that I was always writing and my own songs, you know, whether they would be worth playing in the band or not. But, you know, we tried to do a couple covers. Of course we do them, the punk rock style. So they'd be pretty rough sounding. And I, I wasn't, an accomplished guitar player by any means. When I started writing songs, mm-hmm. a little later on, I be you know I became more of a I I wouldn't say a, like a hot lead player, but I I started advancing in my guitar skills.
0: Sure. So you'd kind of say you know when you first started writing, you kind of did it uh, for lack of a better word on an amateur level, and then as you got more comfortable with it, you you know got more of a craft out of it.
1: Definitely. And I mean, certain songwriters and musicians, uh, like Todd Rundgren, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He had a band called Utopia and he's produced Mm -hmm. tons of records, but seeing, seeing that you could be one guy in the studio kind of playing everything too, that was something that, you know, kind of, I was like, Oh, there's a craft, there's an art, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, something going on here besides just playing the guitar so yeah some some about songs I was just always drawn to the song form and you know I don't know I wasn't thinking I wanted to be a rock star mm-hmm. as much as I just was compelled to write songs
0: so would you say you kind of uh, touched base on it very briefly there for a sec but would you say that your project is kind of mostly uh, you doing all the instrumentation and writing and everything uh, and that's how uh, your current project is going um Right now, the
1: yeah, things started off that way. Maybe about the 2004 or so, I started uh, doing using my name as Mock Fox as my band name and recording everything myself. And then I realized after I released a record, I wanted a band to actually play live and you know bring this thing kind of to the stage. And with Machine, it was sort of the same thing. I I was really getting into this electro-industrial sound and drum machines and sequencers were really heavy and I didn't feel the need to bring other people in to, to kind of like muddy up the water, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Like I just didn't, I wanted to keep a pure vision. I didn't want to consult anyone else. I didn't want to vote like, you know, when you're in a band, you, you kind of work together and everyone has a say and sometimes you don't get anywhere. Sometimes it's great, but I just didn't feel the need to bring in a band to play the kind of music I was trying to explore. But the same thing with Machine. once I released a record uh, and actually as I was writing the first record, I was assembling different friends to be in the band and kind of play electronic percussion and synthesizer along with the sequence tracks. So it just, uh, I guess it formed into a band again, but yeah, I like to be the kind of the final say in the production and kind of arrange the songs since I'm the singer. Also, I'd like to, you know, kind of be heavily involved in the production, but now I do work with a bass player who's written a lot of the new material and a drummer, a live drummer who's you know, he lives in the Netherlands, so he's not always in the writing sessions, but we get him on the album now. You know, I go over and record him. and cool. with all the technology, we're able to
0: get get his drum on the recordings now. Definitely. Yeah, there's there's definitely a, a wider ability to collaborate these days with the Internet and the proliferation of uh, project studios and people's homes and things like that. Yeah.
1: that And that's been something I explore quite a bit, you know, trying to collaborate with people from all parts of the world. And lately I've been releasing some of that stuff also, you know, not as my main band, but just as another facet of my production and
0: my, you know, my taste in music. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so how important do you feel for your particular interest in music? It is uh, to have um, the artistic outlet of you doing all the like the instrumentation and appearing to your vision versus having a live uh, lineup come in and do the recording.
1: Um, well, one thing is I, I really strive with Swar Machine to like have a sound that we can call our own. And I also, I think I want the record to sound like how we sound live, you know? I I mean, some bands don't care about their, like, the live show's the live show, the record's the record. I kind of, I want to be a close facsimile of what we recorded and how we recorded it, even if I record it all myself. Mm -hmm. So I do, I mean, I put a lot of emphasis on our live show. That's sort of the main reason I have this band also, is a live vehicle more than a recording project. I I pride ourselves on our live shows. So uh you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of different. If we could be together every week writing an album together, I think that's what I would choose and then we all play it together, but it just doesn't work that way. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of r- remote sessions and a lot of things I just make the decisions and hope that the rest of the band likes it. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz they're going to have to play it live ultimately
0: anyways, so Sure, sure. Yeah, and dealing with the interpersonal politics of keeping a band together is always complicated.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, so there was, you know, when when we were young and crazy, you know, you have all kinds of partying involved and you know, egos maybe and this and that and just crazy shit happens, you know, you you have to get four, two or three or four people together and they all have shit happening in their life, so it's, you know, it's hit or miss. And that's why maybe a lot of bands don't stick around long, you know, unless they become successful and can kind of pay off their debts that way. And it's worth it. It just becomes a lot of, a lot of personal effort for many people to keep Mm -hmm. a band together. And right now the guys I got uh, D bot, the bass player who I was mentioning wrote a lot of the new material we're playing. Uh, he was in mock Fox band, in 2005 so and he was in early versions of Zwar Machine just filling in on electronic drums and synth but he's a really good bass player and so now he's he was playing bass in the Mock Fox band now he's playing bass in Zwar Machine and then the drummer we have too I just never imagined having a you know acoustic drums and electric bass in Zwar Machine I always thought it was a synthesizer and a, more electronic drums but these guys just worked out and it brings me kind of full circle into my whole punk rock days too, where I, I want to be a band. I want to, you know, now I want it to sound different. So having a live bass player and the drummer we have does set us apart in the electronic band world where a lot, you know, a lot of it's Mm -hmm. sequenced and it's all synthesizers and I don't know. I like industrial rock too, the wax tracks era. Uh, that that label in particular, so mm-hmm. kind of the blend of electronics and rock band style doesn't it's
0: not something I would shy away from. It's something I kind of embrace, sure, absolutely. So with the current project that you're at in the Zoar machine, um what are kind of your aspirations for? Where would you like to see it get to you know five, ten years from now? Um, well, five, ten years from now is a long time. I'm
1: just. I mean I'm taking it slowly right now. We we built up some steam up until about, you know, 2020 when everyone was sort of put on hold and we were just starting to play some festivals in Europe and get our foot get some feet on the ground in Europe where I mentioned our drummer, he lives in the Netherlands. So the plan was with two of us over here in the States and him over there, it's just less airfare if we want to go do gigs in Europe. So we kind of built everything around this plan to be there. And we had some release gigs uh, canceled in the summer of 2020 in Central Europe because of the pandemic and everything. So right now, my goal is to get us back onto those stages in Europe. Uh, We're focusing on Europe because the festivals and the crowds there just seem to be more suited to our style. When we do short tours in the U S uh, basically I'm trying to break even whereas we can actually with a, with a really good tour manager and manager that we have, we can, you know, do okay in Europe. So that, that's our focus. Just keep playing in Europe. And, uh, we just released, we've released two full length albums. One we released in July of 2021. So we, we kind of feel like nobody's really heard these albums. So I'm not, in a hurry to go back and record the next album until we can play these songs out. You know, we've been getting good reviews and good reactions. So I feel like we got to let people see the band play them live since that's what I keep talking about, you know, what we are. We're a live band essentially. So the goal is just to get out there again, you know, be able to travel a little bit and do kind of what we had planned Absolutely. And there's a lot of obstacles now, you know, besides everybody now scrambling for gigs. So there's you know, it's it's not easy for anybody, but I feel like we've got a live show and the music to back it up if we can just get in front of some people.
0: Absolutely. Um so along um you know those kind of lines um what are some of your favorite memories that you've had during the time that you have been working in music, whether it be uh, recording or like a show that you went to? What kind of things keep you motivated?
1: Um, I don't know. It's kind of the guys in the band. I, I want to do this with them. I wanna We did as this trio that we've been that we released the last record as and that we've been calling the live band. The last time we played together was October 19th uh, 2019 or or roughly around then. And that was just a great experience for me. You know, it's playing with these guys is like what I, my favorite thing to do. So I want to get back on the stage with them. Um, I was able to play with some bands that I really respected and have been longtime fans of and meet some of those musicians. Uh, that was always really cool. Um, yeah. And just, I want to keep collaborating with people too. So we'll just keep making music. Uh, I call it the, the more melodic side of Zwar machine is mock Fox. And that's where I can kind of have a little more freedom. I don't have to sound like the band that I'm, you know, working with. Mm -hmm. I can do whatever I want. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I don't know. Every, every time I play on stage, it's a great memory. Usually that's really what, where I truly enjoy being. Awesome.
0: Uh, so where can people check out your stuff and take a listen to what you're putting out?
1: Uh, of course we use the great Bandcamp site. That's a really great place. And you can find our stuff at Zwar machine dot And, uh, there's, we have, uh, the digital releases are also available on CD and the first albums on cassette still, I believe there's some of those around. So at our Bandcamp site where people probably know that's, you can get digital music there and the money goes directly to the artist. And we also have links to the labels that are releasing our CDs. So if you do want the physical copy of it, you can get those also from the links and mock Mach Fox, M-A-C-H-F-O-X. That's the other band camp site where we're releasing more of the side projects I have and, you know, some collaborations and all kinds of other stuff. In fact, the last mock Fox album was outtakes from the Zwar machine album. So it features Zwar machine band members. Uh, The stuff was just too melodic for Zwar machine. So we decided to release it under the other name and that's where all our stuff is. Excellent.
0: Perfect. Um, And I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So just a message that you feel you resonate with. Um, Well, I'm going to
1: plug the band again and say Be a Light was our first album. And that's the title and also the name of a song. And it's kind of my most positive lyrics. And it's just a shout out to people to uh, fight, do what they can and be their own light, you know, just, it's a word of encouragement to everybody out there who's struggling or, you know, maybe you're doing okay, but keep doing okay then.